Hey everybody and welcome back to So Let's Talk About It. It's your girl Amber. Hey, hey, it's Kay. It's your fairy godmother show. What's up, it's Ray? Um, so when it comes to community, so with giving back, it's very important to me because um, I learned a lot of lessons with going through the motions with my brother that's a drug addict. Um, he taught me a lot um, because, so when he became homeless, don't you mind that, he became homeless and he was already a giver, mm-hmm. but he gave even more homeless. Um, with being homeless, he gave more. And that was like mind boggling for me because at the time, you know, I, I tell you all the time, everybody know I was the youngest, I was sheltered. Like I ain't never really had any struggles as far as like going without. Mm-hmm. So for me, I was like, you got one sandwich and you gonna share it. Like it was mind boggling. Like I really couldn't understand it, but he's like, I know, I know how that feel. Like I know what it feels like to be hungry. Yeah. You know? So I feel like they they relate on a deeper survival level. And I feel like it brings out a difference in people. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that started to spark wanting to give back because when you start being around the homeless people, and I'm not talking about like driving past somebody on the corner, giving them $2 and then pulling off. I mean, like actually being around people in their community and their community seeing how they interact with one another. Like you're like, damn, these people are actually caring. Like these are actually people yeah and i know it sounds crazy to be like there are people i was gonna say that sounded a little fucked up i know it sounds a little fucked up but i'm like if you like literally try to envision us like just in our typical day-to-day life mm-hmm. like when yeah, you will come across their situation yeah than- and then you're skeptical because there's so many schemes about people trying to get over on you or people that you know have been busted and put on um social media who really didn't need it Mm -hmm. you know ended up taking off the little costume they had on and going getting in a tesla you know what i'm saying so like i've seen that personally yeah like i have to i've given somebody fifty dollars and then end up forgetting my food turned around and go back and this person was like getting in a car like i've seen it that happened that actually happened to um so one of the doctors i used to work for his wife they're jewish but um she it was around the holidays and she had bought like a ton of bread and mm. because it had so much bread to um you know they just bought a right. whole bunch of this fresh baked bread they rent they saw a guy at the corner and literally she gave she was trying to give him two loaves of bread she was like i know you're hungry your sign says you're hungry you're in need blah blah, blah. And he was like i don't want that shit mm-hmm. and i'm sorry i laughed wow. at the i laughed at the story at first but i was like that is fucked up mm-hmm. i was like because he literally only wanted money out of you yeah and yeah. that wasn't a true person in need and right because a person that exactly. was hungry a person that was in need would have easily taken that bread would have shared with his with yeah. his own community like that wasn't a person in need and mm-hmm. like that has always opened that story alone opened my eyes to people like that just use the that just <laughs> use the um use people or yeah. want to um, only get money out of the situation or are scamming people. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a, un, I mean, I think in our minds when we see people on the corners, like our initial reaction is kind of like, oh, I feel sorry for them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, and it p- pulls on your heartstrings. And then when something like that happens, it's like, Mm-mm, never yeah. again. I know what kind of switched me up is hearing the stories about um, people getting killed. 
mm. you know, just actually open up the doors or, mm-hmm. or roll down our windows saying, hey, I'm going to give you some money. And then next thing you know, that's your life. Yeah. So um, the recent story, I think it was a couple of years ago, where it was the the husband and the stepdaughter that actually killed the wife. Wow. But they were posing as homeless people. What? Yeah. So I he never heard get that the, one. Look it up. Wow. It happened a couple of years ago. And um, once that happened, it just kind of like threw me off. Like, I don't think I want to roll down my window anymore. Yeah. Let me say a prayer. And I'll drop you off some food if I need to. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't mm-hmm. even want to get close. But usually I'm the one that's like, hey, whatever you need, here it is. Now, um, but that's what they put out there. So, I, I've, sorry, go ahead, Kay. No, I, I think for me, like, it is, like, when I see that, too, like, I feel sorry for them and I feel sad and I want to, I, I, like, deep down I feel like I want to help. Mm-hmm. But then I also, because I feel like I see it so much, it's also, I'm also desensitized to mm-hmm. it a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, that makes me sad mm-hmm. as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Because just like, oh, you know, it's just, I just saw two more down the street you know what i mean yeah. it's just like yeah. it's sad but it's also like mm-hmm. it's I, almost like it's part of life yeah. Yeah, yeah um and i and that's what i mean like if you are just thinking about because life is already fast-paced enough mm-hmm. like you know you just kind of go through your routine you know typically if i'm driving i'm usually commuting you mm-hmm. know so mm-hmm. It's like I'm trying to get to point A to point B. And so typically if I'm at a stoplight or if I'm leaving a Walmart and someone's on a corner. Yeah. So my rule of thumb is if it's on my heart to give. Yes. Um, I'm not even going to lie. Like I do like a quick scan. Like are your nails done? What your eyebrows look like? Like what your shoes yeah. look like? Like I'm not even yeah. like I nice actually coat. scan them out mm-hmm. and I'm like, you're good. You know, but if I have something come over me where it's like you need to give, I'll give. So I typically Absolutely. try to listen to that yeah. more so than on the eye because like we were um we've talked about it before people that's going through stuff don't always look like it yeah um yeah. somebody could have recently lost their job you know what I'm saying because even I've been in a position where and it, I didn't lose my job my husband didn't lose the job like literally irresponsible being irresponsible um had to pawn shit in before like I've been there mm-hmm. oh definitely and yeah. so it's been like like I've had to take out payday loans before yes and so it's like me remembering not to be so judgmental because uh, if somebody was to look at me, like, why are you in a payday loan? Like, why do you have this, this, and this? But if you need ever had to go get a payday loan. Right. You know, so I try not to always do that and start listening to myself. You, you don't know. You what's don't. Somebody, what's mm-hmm. my story is, you, you really don't know what the situation and you is really, or anything. And you really can't judge a book by its cover. No, no you can't. Um, I'm in a I'm in a, one of these Facebook groups, and this lady, um, I ended up, she was, it's, something called like a coin collective but really it's like just a support group mm-hmm. and she makes thousands of dollars and she told she com- confessed that she actually rents some of her outfits like it's like wow. this little boutique like an online boutique store mm-hmm. because her clientele that she has that she markets to like she can't afford it afford the attire that they respect that comes with their business. Ain't that so. And so, like, for me, I was just like, do, so why do you want to market to these people? Like, if you have to be anything that that's you're not, you. not. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, we were having this conversation because as much as I want to help and inspire the next person, not to the point where I lose self or yes. I feel like I'm not, I'm not good enough 
or absolutely i'm like how can i help somebody if what i am don't resonate with you you know what i'm saying yeah Yeah. 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 and so like i didn't even know that was a thing that you could rent an outfit like wear it take it to the dry cleaner and return it to somebody like people and she's renting it from somebody that's like they just have so many clothes they can't wear Mm -hmm. and it's just a little side hustle my suggestion to her she need to go ahead and just be a stylist if she's like renting her outfits Mm -hmm. i would just be like Okay, people actually feel what I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. So let me go ahead and change. Do, yeah, let me just up. do a self service to them yeah. and mm-hmm. myself, yeah. and make be a stylist. Because if you can appreciate what I'm wearing, let let's do that then. Yeah. Like I'm not gonna rent it. I don't want to. But that's out. the thing. Like her clothes had nothing to do with her business. Yeah, like mm-hmm. she was just buying outfits to come off as like. But she's not into fashion. Apparently she need to be. Um, and so <laughs> like right. it was just like all of the outfits and stuff she was buying is because the women that she market to is into fashion. Mm-hmm. Right. And so she didn't want to lose like obviously everybody first impression. You know what yep. I'm saying? Um, so I try not to do that because I know where I've been and I know what I have mm-hmm. and the situations I've been in. So when it comes to giving back to the community, I try so hard not to look at it like, you know, Betty. You should have. You should have did something different. That's on you. Like yeah. you know, especially we just came through the election. Like everybody talks about in America. You know, it's the everybody has a chance to make it. We all have the same opportunities. Yada yada yeah. yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. Like yes and no. You know what I'm saying. And even yeah, if let's that be realistic, yeah, let's be realistic. But even if you truly 100 percent thought that, damn, does it kill you to turn back around and just like you know what? That was hard to do. Yeah, let exactly. me make it a little easier for you. You know what I'm right. saying? Like, yeah. I don't understand that. And so for me, honestly, like COVID, COVID mm-hmm. happens and my brother being on drugs happened and me and my, like, I can honestly tell y'all that I've never had to struggle to the point where it was life altering. Yes. I didn't been hungry before. I didn't had the point. And when I say hungry, it's like my mom's tired of eating noodles. Yeah. Like I don't want it no more. Like, or you know, beans and weenies, like grilled cheese. Like I've had struggle meals. Right. But I ain't never been hungry. Right. You not wondering, not knowing where your next meal's coming from. It's just from, like, yeah. mama, you need to go to the grocery store. I'm tired of this. And so for me to, um, I just turned 27 to net. I don't know what it's like to really struggle. I've yeah. always made decent amount of money. I've always been able to take care of myself. And so I feel like at what, what point do you have to get to, to want to, give back to your community and again not to your family not to your friends right like for and I'm asking you guys like what point do you feel like you have to get to or that you've got to in your own life where it was like I'm so blessed that it's only right for me to share or it might be just something that you were genuinely moved by like for me personally um I feel like um I'm a lot like you, Amber, when it's, I, I feel it in my heart. I fear it in my spirit um, when it's time for me to give back. Also, for me, I'm more apt to give to an individual person or people mm-hmm. than I am to, like, Salvation Army or Goodwill or something. Same. Because those, they have CEOs, they have, mm-hmm. they have, they have boardrooms and boards of 
operations and stuff like that, and everybody gets their cut. And I no, know where, they just I want to see the direct impact. Goes. Yeah, they yeah, can. Yeah, you, you, yeah. Their CEO is making millions of dollars. You know what I mean for a nonprofit or whatever. And I just don't like that. And I will, I will give my stuff to Goodwill. But mm-hmm. if I'm more apt to, if I have a bunch of stuff, I'm looking for who can I give this to, not mm-hmm. what organization I can give this to. Same. I agree. Um, same thing with one. Salvation Army. I'm. Do not like the Salvation Army. But that's why I like to you do, know, like you all. said, like materials, like my clothes. Like yeah. I'll, I'll donate my clothes before I donate money. Yeah. Like yeah. money's too tangible to me. Like yeah. I don't like the fact that that I don't know where that money is going. going. I know these pair of jeans might fit a lady on the street. Right. Like I know these jeans yeah. might fit the woman that I just saw on the corner. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't like the fact that money is going to go to a CEO. That dollar is right. going to be split 20,000 ways. Exactly. I don't like that. So I, I'm as I'm with you. Yeah, I, I'm more apt to. Yeah, I'm more apt to, to to see someone on the street like, oh man, I mm-hmm. oh, I got these clothes or I've got this food. I just came from a restaurant. I'm gonna go ahead or I got this five dollars that I don't need. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm more apt to do that um, because I just there's so much corruption. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Nowadays, absolutely. And and even with and it's sad that we're I'm even weary of thinking of people who are corrupt who are by themselves too because like mm, you got a mm-hmm. nice sticky jacket on you know what I mean like yep. that we get so desensitized and we get so jaded um, about things and I know that I need to look at my heart more to be more apt to I I gave a lot more when I was younger mm-hmm. you know I'm I'll be 34 in less than a month now Wait, and girl. I feel like. i think um as i've gotten older i have become more desensitized to strife and -hmm. i don't know why that is because you know i feel like my whole life yeah i'm by no means wealthy or anything like Mm -hmm. that but you know i grew up upper middle class you know Mm -hmm. whatever and then when the bubble burst in 2009 um you know my my family lost everything lost their home and and i i was a graduating college and I couldn't find a job for six months you know what Mm -hmm. I mean like it was a really rough time but you know I've kind of always lived paycheck to paycheck but I've never like you I've never felt that 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 darkness of I don't know where I'm going to lay my head or I don't know where I'm going to get my next meal or whatever so it's I don't understand why I'm more desensitized to people's strife mm-hmm. because like one i'm let's say two or three paychecks away from being people on the street right mm-hmm. you know what mm-hmm. i mean so i have to look into myself and be like okay okay like you need to make more time because it's very easy to say i just don't have time i'm always working you know i barely make enough money for what i need when am i gonna have time to help somebody else when right. i feel like i need help Right. You know what I mean? And I think that so. that is a very valid point because that I think part. oftentimes like we get so caught up in our own struggles. It's like, girl, I'm barely making it. I ain't got no right. money to help nobody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Even though um It's very easy. I can I could I could tighten those purse strings. Exactly. Well, you know I'm what gonna, I mean? I'm a, I'm gonna let you know, um, personal story about mine. I have been homeless. Mm-hmm. So I know what it is to not know where your your uh your your next meal is coming from, where you're gonna lay your head, or if you're gonna wake up the next day. Yeah. Um, what gets me nowadays versus then is literally 
is someone trying to scam me mm -hmm. or mm -hmm. what? Because you having been in that position, you're genuine. Hey, I'm in need. Right. You yeah. know, despite what it may seem like, I'm give me a chance. Talk to me. I have yeah. a story. Mm -hmm. um, there were plenty of times where, you know, we go volunteer and all, and I would just talk to those that were on the street, just like I'm talking to y'all, and hear so much that these are my fellow battle buddies. These are right. veterans. These are mothers. These are fathers. And it wasn't any fault of their own, but because of the position that they're in, that's the stigma. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. So what leads me or what drives me to want to give back or at least change that narrative um, is, in fact, my own experience. For myself, I was homeless in Florida, living by myself. Didn't know I'm literally looking like finding change so I can get a hot dog that mm -hmm. I'm going to eat on for five days. Mm -hmm. I know that whole experience. But at the same time, having family and friends that have gone through it as well, it's just like, okay, what can you do to change that? So then I go ahead and, and you know, push for as far as your mental health. You got to protect that. You got to protect right. your peace. You got to make sure that you know how to handle your finances. Okay, well, I got $20. How do I make that stretch? Mm -hmm. Yes, that's how do you what make I'm 20 dollars stretch for two weeks. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Or even though those staple meals, whenever you do have something very um, small, you know, mama always taught us you need your 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 potatoes, your mm -hmm. bread, stuff like that. That's actually going to fill you up. Right. right. Um, and not many people know that even though it may see, seem like something so small, mm -hmm. not many people know those survival skills. Mm -hmm. So although I'm grateful for the experience hard, mm -hmm. but. I can identify, and I'm always looking at people like, what are you trying to do? And if you aren't trying to scam me, let me see what other ways I can help you, not just for the now, but moving forward. So I'm always going to be in those transitional programs, yeah. you know, prisoner to workforce. Yeah. Or, hey, I need help with my resume. Or, hey, how do I speak to this person? That's what I'm going to help you to do because in those situations that I dealt with, nobody was there. Just being more hands-on for you. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You know what, my husband, um, he said the same thing. Um, and it was actually because he's also been homeless. Mm -hmm. um, and it was something his father taught him the hard way. He's grateful for it now. Um, he went to his dad and, it, you know, pride and things like that. He was like, it was already hard to do. And his dad, um, he asked, it was like stormy and all this other stuff. He asked for, could you put me in a hotel room for the night? And his dad told him no. And mm -hmm. it had been like time had gone by and he was like, I next you for nothing. Right. And he was like, that's going to fix your problem for a night. And then you'll be homeless tomorrow. Right. And he was like, it's not it's not going to do any difference. Exactly. It's just one night you won't be homeless. Meanwhile, I'm out of however much money. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, for you, he was like, I'm out of this money just for you to still be in this situation at 11 o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. Right. And so he was like, I'm not going to do that. Um, and then it's the same thing with my brother, you know, um, being a drug addict. It was I got to a point of... Like you said, Ray, I, I guess like all of us said, like, hey, I don't know where that money is going to. I'm uncomfortable with that. Yes. Like, Shay, like you were saying, like, I can help you today, but that's not going to help you tomorrow. Mm -hmm. You know, like my time and my money is very valuable to me. Right. And so, like, I want to make sure that there's a great outcome if I'm going to be giving, because obviously there's other things I could be giving my money to. Right. It's like there's there needs to be a decent outcome that makes me comfortable. Um, and then. Shay or Kay, this is crazy. <laughs> All these rhyming. I would probably bring it up every episode. I, I just want y'all to know. Bringing it up every I episode. Mean, I just want y'all to know. I feel attacked. Mm -hmm. You should, because <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> um, 
But Kay, something you were saying, and I had, I was at that moment too, where I had felt like I didn't have anything to give. But honestly, like I felt like that only intensified the yes. more money that I had. You're right. Because it's like, damn, now I have all these accounts that I'm putting in. I have kids to feed. And eventually I want to get to the point where my mom, you know, she's irresponsible. So I need to be able to take care of her. You know, my brothers are irresponsible. Like I want to make sure I'm like the only one that's like sane. Sometimes I feel like. And mm-hmm. so I have more money to give, but my responsibilities are a little bit bigger too. So it's like, I feel like I don't, even though I do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Cause more money, more problems is real. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. when I made Girl. less money, I felt like I had more money in the, in my account. I mean, me and I and make Ray, a lot more money now and I feel like I'm always broke. To Girl. this day, me and Ray talk about like maybe like five, mm-hmm. five to seven years ago. I was like, I don't know where the hell that money came from. Yeah. How the hell were we going out every weekend? I'm confused. Twenty dollars used to go a long way. In a long yeah, way. a long way. And I don't know how that happened. But even on those nights, like I think about even now, like how we're talking about giving back. Um, like there's been a few times where we'll be walking downtown and we just like like I remember one night. I know we were drunk as shit, <laughs> but we were leaving the drunk club. Man, I never told no tale. Man, and a guy came up to us and he was just like, "Baby girls, like whatever y'all could give." And I, I always keep hella change in my <laughs> the yeah, cup holder. Man, I was like, just give it all to him. Just, <laughs> and, and I had a whole bunch. Because normally yeah. what I do is I'll take that change like once a month and I'll give it to my boys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And put it in, disperse it into their bank accounts or into their piggy banks or whatever. But I was just like, you know what? They give can, it to him. Yeah. Give it to him. Like, I'm, I know I'm drunk. But right. yeah, that's probably like when I'm most sensitive. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, no, nope. I agree. He needs, yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, you know, that's he needs it. Right. And um, like I just remember that time in particular. Like I'm not so sensitive to it because of, I mean, like Des his mm-hmm. situation. Um, and then I don't know, like my mom, like we've always struggled growing up. So like I was that kid like in the food pantry lines and stuff like yeah we've been there mm-hmm. so yeah. i knew it mm-hmm. like i didn't my mom didn't have a six-figure income like we right. didn't we weren't middle class we were definitely low class so yeah. like i felt every bit of the struggle mm-hmm. but we but i can't say like we were ever hungry right and then, then even still like there might have been one time where we were homeless i blame it on my stepfather um, but even still, I remember how that felt. Like we were li- literally living off of Dollar Tree food. Like mm-hmm. my mom yeah. going to Dollar Tree and, um, using the $20, like, all right, I got to get this for a dollar, get this for a dollar. Yeah. Like me and my brother making the best out of the situation that we knew of. Right. Living off of honey buns and shit for like a couple of weeks. But I remember that. Right. And then when I do run past people like that, it's just like, damn, like not everybody that's homeless is on the corner. Right. Some of those people yeah. are in motels. Mm-hmm. Some of those people are like living week to week mm-hmm. by just a paycheck in the grocery store. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that shit. Extended is, stay hotels. Oh my God. Like, yeah. like when I learned about that show, I was like, that's what that's what that was. Like mm-hmm. I didn't even know we were homeless mm-hmm. without being like knowing that we were homeless. Like mm-hmm. I was just like, We was homeless. <laughs> like, right. That didn't tell me. Yeah. Well, that's but, good though. I mean, because I was that I was that kid. I'm and I'm still that person. Like, I make the best out of any situation. Right. Like, I don't dwell in the bad of something. Mm-hmm. I move on from it. And um, because of that, like, and and I got a lot of that from my big brother. Like, he was 
definitely that person like to distract me mm-hmm. from shit that was going on. So um, that's probably where I got it from, just from a very early on childhood of just trying to give back. And then, like I said, my mom was very much involved in the community. So then, like, when I did see her, like, finally get on her feet and be able to give back, I'm like, damn, that's that's noble. Like, yeah. mm-hmm. that's, like, and she was my superhero because of that. Because, mm-hmm. like, not only did she just give to one type of community, she gave to multiples. Like, she gave to, um, I learned about the um, LBG community because of that because mm-hmm. of her because of her job yeah then i learned of like the homeless Back community then it wasn't even as acceptable quote unquote oh my god no as it is today no like the parade was like completely different than what it is now absolutely um but i remember like learning all these different type of communities like um just her teaching me that through her job like i'm very thankful of that but from the and then like going through food pantry lines or being able to give back to communities through mm-hmm. just buying uh, cans of food or like when we enter anytime we would have a food drive even if we didn't have it in our house like really to give my mom was always like we got some um some um, some stuffing in there we got right. some, yeah. some some green Something. beans go, mm-hmm. go ahead and see what's what's in there or whatever right. I'm like. Okay, and I'd be like stuffing my book bag every every year around this time around mm-hmm. Thanksgiving. And I'm like, right. ooh, I can like it excited me to help. always yes, yes yes. So for me, it's always been that for me, like I guess from my childhood, like learning to give back at an early age, even if we didn't have anything, yeah. it's always been on my heart to give. I will say as an adult, I I don't feel like I've been shit. Yeah, like I don't feel like I give as much as what I should or what I yeah, could. Me either. Yeah. Um something i'm working on y'all don't worry about it it's coming (laughs) but it's it's definitely something i feel like pulls on my heartstrings a lot even when i do drive past people i do that little uh don't look in the eye yeah the little visor with your hands just like oh don't look at me i'm like i just i'm eating this zaxby salad right now that was like 12 dollars. yeah now do y'all think that has anything to do with the generation also because um so my mom, she didn't help the quote unquote community, mm-hmm. but my mom was one of those like everybody kid was her kid, right? Like mm-hmm. I got tired of kids at the house. Like <laughs> yeah. it, it was like you did because every time, like I felt like besides like obviously like my aunt's kids or yeah like my cousins or whatever, it was like every time I came home, I was like stray. Who is this? Yeah, I felt like, like that when I came over there. And as a kid, it's just like. Now it's about to be split four ways because now you want to take care of him. Yeah. You know, so it was like really selfish. But like, as I started growing up, I started to appreciate that about mm-hmm. my mom is mm-hmm. that like, you're willing to let any kid come in. And to this day, I have a strong love for kids. Like if a kid come through my door, you are now my kid. Right. Go eat, go do mm-hmm. what you got to do. Um, now if I can't cuss at you, your kid can't come here. <laughs> but take they sensitive ass. Yeah, home. take well, this, ain't that, this ain't the house for them. <laughs> okay, if I can't talk to your kid like I talk to mine, this is not for them. Mm-hmm. But um my, that was how my mom was. And I know that my grandmother had that like ten times. My yeah. grandmother used to work sixteen hours in a day, come home and cook for the block. Yeah. Not my yeah. not my household, not my my household and somebody else's household. She cooked for the entire block that's not about right like and so like is it a generation thing because then i feel like the more people that i've talked to today like the times are different also you know what i'm saying like the cost of living is so high 
Like, we're not even a one income, like how we used to be. We're not even oh a one goodness. income. It's not possible. It's like, how? How I'm going to do that? Like, I need it's you. It's not possible. You know what I'm saying? Like, how? If I don't need you, I need somebody else. A roommate. Right. I mean, that's people okay. room. I think that's why there's a lot of situationships. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Bitch, you need me. I need you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, we going to make this work today. You just go take your ass upstairs. It's a contractual thing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, not saying so. Prior to the independent women out there, just yeah. so y'all know. Absolutely. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey. <laughs> we <laughs> see you, boo. You do that. You, do, yeah. you doing the damn thing. Because, uh. So, what are all the ways do you feel like you can give? Because obviously, I feel like we hit it, we touched on, um, like, obviously, like, finding, like, like money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we've touched on time. Um, time. Like what? Because I think oftentimes people have a a perception of give, yeah, and that I feel like that differs for everybody, um, especially during the holidays. So we're about that around the holidays, yeah. and you know you can go to um, somewhere where you can actually pass out dinners, or yeah. there's all these different um, like fundraisers going on. Like I know mm-hmm. the girls' school has one. Um, where they're collecting canned goods, like Ray was talking about, but then there's toy drives for yeah. people yeah. who don't have it. Is there um, one that's less common that you guys can think of, of a way to give that people typically overlook? I think for... Go ahead. Oh, sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I think especially, I think everybody, what you just described, all mm-hmm. those different ways to give, I think that's people what people expect and people... That's how they give. But I think around this time of the year, too, um, maybe just because I come from the GLBT community, I get a a lot of people don't realize that people need not just those resources, but they also need the mental health resources Mm -hmm. and the just being that shoulder or that to to talk to about my family doesn't accept me or my family. doesn't have money and we can't afford this or we can't do that or I'm worried about being at home during the holidays because the only time we eat is at school and there's no school or the only way I get away from my dad and his abuse is by going to school or or stuff like that you know and sometimes you just need to be there for someone yeah open doors yeah and, and to let them know that I'm here if you need something, but I'm also here if you just need to talk or get something out of, off your off your chest because yeah, a yeah. lot of people kill themselves around this time yeah. of the mm-hmm. year. Yeah, you know that's that is a really really great point. Um, you made me think of nursing homes. Um, yes, my grandmother she was in a nursing home for the past like two or three years, mm-hmm. and she was blessed, very very blessed, um, compared to so many other older people that was there. Mm-hmm. Like my grandmother, first of all, she was bossy, so I wouldn't nobody leaving her in there by herself. <laughs> but like sh- her kids were like literally, all right, so there's seven days. Mm-hmm. There's four of us. Yep. All right, I got these two days. I right. got this one day. Next week we'll alternate. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother never went a day without somebody Someone. sitting there for a few hours. Um, the times where as the grandkids, we were just allowed to kind of trickle in mm-hmm. as we could. Um, But I remember being there and a lady like just swore up and down that I wasn't that I was her granddaughter Mm -hmm. and my grandmother made me go over there 
And I was like, girl, I don't know that lady. Like, I'm right. not, no. And my grandmother was just like, she's lonely. Right. You know, she's getting older and stuff like that. She was like, just go over there, pretend. talk to her, pretend yeah. that you're her granddaughter. And at first I was upset. Like, I was mad. Like, I don't know this. Like, I'm already stranger danger. I don't care if you owe. <laughs> right. Like, it was just very awkward. I don't do well in awkward situations. I'm awkward enough. Mm-hmm. And so I ended up falling in love with that lady. Yeah. Like, yeah. I used to be like, Granny, I'll be back. Yeah. I'm going to say now, the elderly, they would definitely get me more than, like, I will. I wouldn't mind, like, volunteering my time more at, um, a uh senior citizen home mm-hmm. because like um you remember when i used to work for uh mm-hmm. the podiatrist and we would go okay yeah so <laughs> background um i'm just gonna start saying that when i say something back in the day yeah back in the day <laughs> so i used to clip toners i used to work for a podiatrist but um part of and i feel like it was kind of a community service act that he kind of did i do too yeah like it the the doctor i worked for was like such a sweet individual like he mm-hmm. was probably oh, he the, took us out to eat every lunch every wow. every weekend so this was like a weekend part-time job but he would literally pay for our lunch mm-hmm. every weekend wow like and it didn't matter Not mcdonald's no it'd be like must callister yeah callisters can add up quick oh yeah like yes, it'd can. be man it'd be like whatever uh, you want right like it was Just never order. yeah and oh my god i loved him i still love you <laughs> dr krueger if you ever listen to this <laughs> but um so like he he definitely um and I think this was a time in my life where I kind of just was like, oh, I'm young, being mm-hmm. selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, like my money's my money. I, mm-hmm. My time's my time. and care about whatever's going on around me. Uh, even though I was in the healthcare, like that's the extent of my caring. Yeah. Um, But <laughs> <laughs> on the weekends, like we would go to these nursing homes and we would clip these old people's toenails. Now, mm-hmm. obviously we're being charged, we're charging Medicare, blah, blah, blah. Right. But in the midst of that, you find these little relationships with, the individuals right. yeah. and you get to learn about the people. I mean, you're clipping those people's toes. Yes. Like, like, that's a little intimate. Get? That's intimate. How intimate. That's, yeah. Cause that's I was that's like, intimate. I got to saw her note, her toes down. You know, you see this, this is nasty. <laughs> and he was like, Ray, like the first time I did that, he was like, Ray, you can do it. I was yeah. like, Oh, this is nasty. So like the, I think one of the very first times that I did, it was probably within, I know it was in that same day, but one of the ladies like touched me and she was just like, Oh, she was like, you remind me. It's kind of like what Sissy just said. Like mm-hmm. you remind me of my granddaughter. Yes. And I was like, really? And she was like, you're so pretty. And she, I'm pretty sure she had Alzheimer's or something. Mm-hmm. And she was just like, couldn't really remember what she was saying. Cause a lot of stuff she was repeating, mm-hmm. but I could tell like my company, Helped. meant something yeah. to her yes and it was in one of those poor uh mm-hmm. senior citizen homes so right. it, it wasn't like the nurses were coming in there to saying anything to her or they were like really showing her any true attention yeah but she was just like oh honey that feels so good oh honey this this and i was like girl what, what else you want dad. me to do yeah. right and like it'd be those comments like let me you want some water they ain't got you no water by now girl let miss smith let me go ahead and go get you this water right but you know what hit me is like around this time because of how how little things like that mm-hmm. really go a long way for them around the holidays like the old lady i was talking about um and honestly my mom has done this like every year since um probably for like the last four years mm-hmm. um but like for me it hit when i had asked the lady because i fell in love with her and I was like, well, I'm going shopping for my grandmother for Christmas. Like, what can I And get? I asked her, what, what what do you want for Christmas? Mm-hmm. I, like, bawled in this lady's room because she was just like, 
the thing, so the little stuff she asked me for was like um, a word search puzzle, um, a blanket, some warm socks, mm-hmm. like just these little, little things. Mm-hmm. But she was like, but if you can come and sit with me on Christmas. Oh, yes. And she was like, and talk to me like, she was like, um, tell me your problem. She was like, I don't want you to take care of me that day. She was like, but give me a chance to take care of you. She was just like, um, that would mean the world to me for somebody to to feel like somebody need me. Mm. And when mm-hmm. I say like, I bawled, I was like, girl, I'd be here on Christmas. <laughs> I'd be here bright and early. <laughs> right. I want you to open up, like, we'll open up gifts together. Like, I bawled, like, for you to go through life. And this lady was like 80-something years old. Yeah. To go through mm-hmm. life like that just to end up there. Yes. So where the only thing that you wanted was for somebody to just show their face on a holiday and feel needed. Yeah. yeah. Like right now, I can't stand that people need me. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So for, for it to be the opposite, I couldn't even imagine. I'm going to say, feel blessed that somebody feel like they need you. Yeah. Exactly. Like, and yeah. that's where sometimes I have to stop. And I even thinking about, I even think about our mothers and yes. that transition they're going into because like, mm. it was different when we were like, young adults and we were still fumbling yes. you know what i'm saying but now that we're like really getting grounded yes they're starting to like oh. hold on now you don't need me <laughs> you sure you don't want me to come over there right. and fix you no grilled cheese yeah. i'm like mama i'm fine i know how to work a stove girl yeah like my mama exactly joyce over yeah you bring your ass on anytime yes you know what i like to eat mm-hmm. but Oops. yes Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're you're absolutely right like that transition of when quote unquote your kids don't love you. Like my mom right now is probably giddy with joy because my sister just had a baby today. Mm-hmm. So Congrats, I think it's kind of jazzy, jazzy. baby. Um, she's jumping with joy. I guarantee because we're all to that point, even that her grandchildren are getting older mm-hmm. where they're just like, they can do without grandma. Kind right of, you know what i mean like they always need grandma but it's just like they're not babies it's not the anymore same. like i'm not in your face 24 7 yeah right so so yeah i man so many people suffer in silence absolutely mm-hmm. and i feel like and, it get worse you know what i'm saying like think about our moms with the transition and then the generation above them yeah whereas now you're only worried about your kids and your grandkids yeah and it's just like that. I just, I can't imagine. So I feel like that's another way that sometimes people forget about our elderly. Absolutely. You know, because sometimes you have this, you done lived. Like you at home, you comfortable, you retired, you know. Because I even, I think about my husband's grandfather and I still like kind of hit myself sometimes. Like he's like begging almost to this point. Just For come by and come, yeah. come see me. You know, and he's able to get up and move around. Cause like I used to be a little bit, more cold mm-hmm. because I felt like a relationship was a two-way street yeah like you retire all you got is yourself like and I'm talking about elderly people that can actually still move around yeah mm-hmm. like why you can't come here and see them mm-hmm. like I gotta pack up all these people get to your house hope they don't break nothing <laughs> you know and so then it was just like I didn't understand at that point the the longing of wanting to be needed yeah or the fact that your grandkids and your great grandkids care so much to come and knock on your door and what that felt like to have a visitor like Mm -hmm. I didn't understand that and so now it's like I think right now the elderly kind of have my heart Mm -hmm. 
because I'm start as I get older as well. Because like my kids be want to go every week, and I'm like, damn, y'all want to be at home with me? <laughs> like, damn, what's wrong with me? Yeah, I'm not saying I see the elderly always have had my heart. Um, I feel like the homeless is often forgotten. Yeah. Um, but also our elderly is often forgotten because it's one of those out of sight, out of mind, out of mind, out of sight. Absolutely. And I think other, um, I mean, there's a ton of organizations out there. I also feel like it depends on what you, I guess, what pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah. So, like, mental health can pull on someone's heartstrings more so Mm -hmm. than homeless. I mean, but to me, it's one and the same. It can be one and the same. Yeah. I agree. I do feel like you got to give to the what resonates with you. But I guess I'm trying to pry what do y'all feel like are organizations that are forgotten? Because I feel like right now, just kind of in today, I do think that mental health is starting to be talked about more. Finally. Finally, yeah. absolutely, and rightfully so. Yeah. But what are some things that kind of, do you feel like slips between the cracks or don't get any attention? Battered women. Yeah. Um, or domestic not violence. Domestic, yeah, domestic violence, not so much battered women because there are battered men out there. Um, so I think that's one thing that gets missed often. I'm going to say our children. I feel like I'm beating a, a dead horse. So I'm like, but JLBT kids, not even, not, not even talking about adults. I'm talking about kids. Yeah. I think it's what JLBT. I might be pulling this out of my butt because I don't know the exact number, but JLBT youth are five times more likely to be homeless than of their peers, the same age. Yeah. Um, I I think <laughs> that they get overlooked a lot, and they're also more likely. I don't know the statistic perfectly. More likely to self harm and or commit suicide as well, mm-hmm. of more than their peers of the same age. Um, it's something that's pe- people don't talk about, and they don't talk about. This is another topic when it comes to them. They don't talk about youth homelessness, not necessarily just for GLBT people, just youth homelessness in general and in general people. Of We don't talk about that ever. I seem like we always talk about the elderly or adults who are homeless or women who have children who are homeless, but we don't talk about those, those, those gap years in between being an adult and being a child, 16-year-olds, 15-year-olds who are out there who are, are really homeless mm-hmm. because of their their home lives are horrible. They've run away. Runaways. We don't talk about runaways. I was going to say, you know? um, not to take away from LGBT um, community, but just that uh, demographic in general. Yeah. I know my, my big brother was a, both of my brothers, honestly, were both teenage, homeless teenagers. Yeah. At some point. Because they're like getting they away. away, they're running away from something, mm-hmm. abuse. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they just want a, a better life, and they they turn into to hustlers. Yeah, you know Which what I mean, or or right whatever. Away. You know what I mean. That's I think right that goes back to your point as far as providing that space for you know, almost like a sanctuary, yes. a listening ear, a shoulder, or yep. hey, here's a meal, come join us at Thanksgiving, something. Yes. Um, oh, that's great! People, like an invite, that's giving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. 
I will say one thing that helped me in high school. I mean, not so much like I didn't have the same. I didn't have that mentality in high school. Mm -hmm. But around that time for me, um, and you are a part of it. But women's are girls to women's group, boys to men, and boys to men in our yep in uh, Ben Davis or in high school and Mm -hmm. in several high schools. Like that was one thing that that was one resource for me Mm -hmm. that I felt like was there for me at at that age Mm -hmm. where I didn't have to turn to a street mentality yes. or to a, you know, other resources yes. that wouldn't have benefited me. Um, Absolutely. I just feel like that's one, one resource that I feel like for youth. My would. brother is uh, 31, 31. He's 31 now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, he still talks about boys to men. He, yep. he still talks about that, 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 that mentoring program. Um, and if people who don't know, I don't know a whole lot about it cause I wasn't in those programs. Um, but uh, my brother was in, I, I guess it's like, um, like almost like um, big brother, big sister, but on yeah. a local level. Yeah. And it was through, it was through the, the schooling School. schools, elementary yep. mm-hmm. schools and stuff like that. It also, that helped a lot. it also allows like once you get to like, like become a higher classman, yeah. you also can mentor people yeah. underneath I you. I think that's so important too. And that's what I loved about it too. Cause I was like, Oh, once I get to be, you know, a senior, I can, I can mentor, you know, the sophomores that come in or right. I can tell them what I know or, you know, what give them do. my experience. Like, right. oh, it's not as bad as what you think. Like, you can still make it. You can still make these great grades. You can still ap- apply for college. You can still right. do these great things mm-hmm. given your situation. So, like, I did think that was, like, one big resource for younger adults. Um, I wonder if that's still around. I believe it is. Okay. I do believe it is. I think much to both of your points, um, the biggest takeaway is that giving isn't always a financial thing. Right. It Absolutely. can be mentorship. Mm-hmm. It can be that meal, that security, that shoulder. Right. Um, or even providing a, a, some sort of resource, um, mm-hmm. whether, like I said, you know, helping you with your resume or even how to build a resume, mm. how to yeah. interview, things of that sort. Yeah. Um, because the biggest end goal, in my opinion, I could very well be wrong, but I don't want you to be in this position any exactly. longer. Yeah. So um, when we provide, you know, resources or ways to give, I think that's something to be um, mindful of. It's not always a monetary thing. Right. I think that's one of the best way to best ways to give, though. Absolutely, because you're trying to prevent from that situation. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, like you said, it's not monetized. It's not so much your time, and I think people will feel that more if they would actually reach out with their resources or w- with their connects. Rather than trying to like, oh, what do I gotta give? I got, yeah, yeah, fifty dollars. I think I got fifty dollars. And then we make that an inconvenience, yeah, rather right. than upsell or right. But rather selfless. than just reaching out and just like, yeah. well, I know a girl that got a job opening, yeah, exactly. You know, or she's looking for someone to hire with your qualities. It's almost like exactly. just giving money is lazy, and I think, yeah, I think it it and it me just it making me. Um, um be aware of my own um drop i'm sorry i feel like my brain is going but my mouth is going um it makes me reflect on Mm. how i approach certain things too because i just had an aha moment Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. with me i just realized it's so easy for me to give the money that i have that's not inconveniencing me in any way right it's 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 not bettering me in any way it's lazy and 
after I give that $5 or $10 or whatever money I give, I don't have to think about that person anymore mm. because I feel like I've done my due diligence. Mm-hmm. I did I did my good deed for the day. I don't have to think if I have to be, if I have to really get to know that person, give them a resource, give them my time, give them whatever, be responsible for what I'm feeling and what I'm giving. Right. And I think that's what changes people. That's what changes the world. So that's very interesting. Like I never, I never thought about that. Just like it's, it's easy. Kindness. It's easy to give that money. It is. Yeah, Especially when it's something, you know? um, like you said, when it's such a small amount that it really don't impact our pocket. impact me. Mm-hmm. You know, when it's like somewhere it's like, you know, the change in my, my little cup holder. Cause like yeah. we're the same way our little armrest, like it's so much change there. Yeah. Or if it's the little ones that's in my purse, like it's like, all right, cool here. I helped you. Good for me. All right, moving on. You know, um, I will honestly say a resource that I honestly did not think about was mentorship and how like right now I'm in a place where I'm literally seeking. I have coaches Mm -hmm. and I like have paid coaches. Mm -hmm. I'm like literally searching for a mentor. Like right now I'm in a place where that will be so valuable. And that's for me not needing to really like I can afford to pay someone to show me the way right you know what I'm saying but what about those people that can't, can't. afford that exactly. that need somebody like I don't know how to I know there's a next step but I don't know how to get to that next step I need help exactly. like the the lessons are so valuable and honestly would be worth more than money yeah, yeah absolutely. because that will feed you for the long haul Lifetime. or like Shay like I know that previously that you've talked to us about mentoring and you've mentored several people but have found it difficult to find a mentor for yourself because mm-hmm. typically um people feel like you're a threat mm-hmm. so my question for you would be like a how did you find yourself in those like did you go up to them with open arms with that invite like we were saying because that's another way of giving mm-hmm. like you know what I see potential in you like I'm willing to mentor you or mm-hmm. did they seek that out of you and then you were willing to give like, how did that come about, those mentorships? In most cases, it, w- it was both instances. Um, more often than not, I went up to somebody else because I always fought for the underdog and always saw them or saw myself in their shoes. So mm-hmm. it was just like, okay, you can do X, Y, and Z. You just don't even realize it yet. Mm-hmm. So because I've already been where you are, let me show you the mm-hmm. way. Because my, my whole mind frame is I want you further than me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now that I have that mindset, okay, and I'm literally giving you the tools, the resources, this is what you need to say, this is what you need to do, um, keep that, keep your originality, but tweak this. Mm-hmm. That opened up the doors because word of mouth spreads further than anybody else. Absolutely. Absolutely, else. yeah. And that's when people started coming up to me. You know, anyone from the lowest I have mentored was 10 years old, owing up to, let's see, this girl is about 73. Mm-hmm. Mm. so it's literally and and then too just being genuine yeah. mm-hmm. I don't have any airs to put on this mm-hmm. is just how it is this is who I am but I want you further than me even if you're older than me and you should be already I still want you further than me because there's something I'm going to get out of your experience yeah. and there's something you're going to get out of mine right True. that's it sometimes that's all it takes mm-hmm. Yeah, a that can change someone's life uh, aha moment uh, a moment with someone who you've needed time with that you've that you've 
changed your life in a way that you never expected. Yeah. Just just a moment, just a conversation. You can change somebody's life. So and, and much to your point, what I said, you know, episodes ago, I morphed or became the person that I needed. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and that came with grace still. Mm-hmm. Um, humility still. And it, it's still a process. I'm still learning. Mm-hmm. I think because and the reason why I brought that up is because um I think sometimes we feel like giving has to feel like a sacrifice. Yeah. But I don't think we really stop to think about like what do we possess that is truly a gift to others. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So for instance, Shay in the previous episodes, like let us know, like she was a boss, a self-made, you know what I'm saying? In the military, like Mm -hmm. a position. And now I got to make you respect me and then taking some of those ways and then climbing that corporate ladder in HR and creating spots for herself when people had told her no. Mm-hmm. And so not realizing like if I can turn back around and give this to the next person trying to come and show them where they can cut. Cause I know that you also had told us like sometimes it made you angry the amount of time that it's taking you to get to the rink that you are, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully turn back around to where I can like literally save somebody years in their life. Yeah. Just by showing you one or two things that I had to fuck up and fuck up and fuck up until I got it right. You know what I'm saying? Vice versa. Like, it could be somebody that's a mom who is great at being a mom. Mm -hmm. Okay, take your sister. Yeah. You know, just a mom, like, great at it. You can juggle it. It don't stress you out. Just natural. Just natural. And then a woman that is just, like, corporate-minded. Like, I don't know how to be nobody's damn mama. Like, what do they eat? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> what like, do you want? How <laughs> often do they eat? Right. Ooh, but I that, had that's a lady like that today. That, oh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, Sorry. go ahead. I just but had a lady <laughs> like that today. <laughs> I think that's what, that's why we need community though. Yeah, absolutely. Because, because Jazz is a wonderful mother and it just seems like sec, it just, just her nature mm-hmm. or whatever. But also she is unfulfilled. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then you have that other person who is, you know, corporate minded who would love to be a mother. Or yeah. who, 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 yeah, and they could help each other. And that's that's the start of a community. And, and that's also big. mentorship, that's though, it. because I think people typically think of a mentor in a professional setting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's not the case. Like, you can be a mentor in so many different Absolutely. avenues of life. Yes. Like, when you take your strength and be able to help somebody because it's their weakness, yes. like, that helps them extremely. I think yeah. you just said, like, the key, like, to all of it is just be a helping hand. Like yes. that's something I'd strive for personally. Like and that I I personally get enjoyment out of. Like be that person's helping hand. Like if you not even if you see a struggle, like I'll give an example. My sister in law, she wants to do um lashes. She wants mm. to do the individual lashes and start her own business with it. I'm like, so and I keep texting her, I'm like are you certified yet? Are you certified yet? And yeah. she's like, no, not yet. Cause I, and then she finally told me like, I need a model. Well, why didn't why you, you ask? Why you ask me? Right. She was just like, <laughs> exactly. And she was like, well, I didn't know. She was like, you know, I just didn't know. I was just, you know, thinking her comfortability yeah, and within it. her circle. That's yeah. It. And I'm like, bro, what day do you need me? Right. I will be there. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me the day and time I'll do mm-hmm. it for you. Mm-hmm. But I know that's also my character, but I also see that missing in a lot of people because a lot of people don't give to give. Right. And, and and not expect anything in return. Exactly. I'm just like, I'm not I'm not a, a bougie girl. Like yeah. I 
then went years without my lashes not being done. But <laughs> if this is going to help you out to start your business, right? let's do it. Like, what are we waiting for? Yes. Like, I'm all for that type of thing. Like, I'm all for helping somebody out just to move them along mm-hmm. in life. Like, that's great to me. And I wish more people were like that. Like, But I feel like so many people don't feel deserving of the help. So, like, for instance, I know even myself, like, I've been in positions where I have desperately needed the help. Mm-hmm. But... Like outside of a select few, yeah, I don't know how to ask for it. Yeah, even yeah. with a select few, I don't know how to be like, "Hey, I need help. I'm drowning. Hey. I hear you. You I know, like, you. I, hey, I'm um, <laughs> SOS. I'm really drowning <laughs> right. right now. Like, do you mind? Because right. like, I feel like so we talk about societal norms Same all the way. time. Like, yeah. as a mom, if I sit here and say like. I don't know how to deal with my kids. Like, oh my God, I'm I'm failing as a mother. You know what I'm saying? If I say I'm very um, headstrong when it comes to my career, um, I can't. It's not really in my vocabulary. Yeah, but there's moments where it's like, this job may be the death of me mm-hmm. because yeah. I'm trying to climb this, climb this damn rank. Yeah. It might it might put me under, you know. Or I don't know how to fulfill my husband or my spouse. You know, I feel like sometimes we get to a point of feeling like when there's a lesson to be learned or when we should be seeking that mentorship, I feel like we feel inadequate. But then also that leads to us feeling like we don't deserve the help, which prevents us from reaching out. Yeah, We're we're afraid to lean into our vulnerability. So I think having that mindset of always having that willingness to help Mm -hmm. or to lend a hand going into this as doing that invite. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because this person may very well need it, but they're afraid of asking for it because they don't feel like they deserve it or they feel like other people are too busy or they don't want to be a barrier or they don't yeah. want to be a hindrance. All these different things that you, your negative beliefs make up your mindset yeah. when really all they needed was a helping hand to be like support. I don't know who is in your life, but baby, I got you. Yeah. yeah like yeah. just lean on me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And sometimes like that's literally the only missing piece to create that community. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we just need to be less self. We need to be, more selfless in absolutely our yeah. and be more motivating towards each other and just be more supportive of each other and really start helping each other out especially like, women oh absolutely especially especially black women yeah. that's because yeah. <laughs> we're i feel like we're black women are always in competition with each other yeah oh i got this you got that mm-hmm. i want this i like your uh, husband sis, i your, got you like, because I feel like it takes like so much of like, us, especially in prof- um, like corporate. Yeah. I feel like it takes so much for a, like, and I'm so I'm talking about like my career, like within my own um, company. It takes so much for not only a black person but a black woman to get to executive or director mm. level. Yeah, like you become territorial. Like, hold on, to be quite honest, that's the bare minimum. Yes. Yeah, like that's that's nowhere. Yes. But, and I'm saying the representation there is minimal. You know what I'm saying? Not even talking about going up from there. And I know, because like me and my husband, you know, my husband, a white male. So we always fight about this type of conversation. And so like, I, you know, when you arguing with people, like sometimes you got to stop to be like, do you have really valid points? Like, am I just arguing? Like, what are your points? Like double checking. I knew that it was an issue when my company is sending out um, emails about we hear y'all about the lack of representation, Mm. like in the diversity issues. Like, okay, so this isn't like I'm not tripping. I'm not sensitive. I'm not making shit up because I'm a Democrat or whatever you want to call me. Point zero three percent. And so it's like 
that competition is there but it's like bro like if we would change our attitude towards one another yeah. it's like yeah i'm up here but i can mentor you to get up here too Push so that it. you can mentor yeah. somebody else to get up, up here it. and then within ourselves we change that statistic yeah. we yes. change that number yes but like people are already keeping us down and us competent competing against one another is only helping to keep that number down you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so i think it all it all comes back to just what we said earlier though as well um Like, <laughs> um, how do I, how am I expected to give, no matter what it is to give, when I feel like I don't have enough to give? Mm -hmm. I think sometimes, because when you're in those types of situations, it's not necessarily that I don't want my my sister or I don't, I don't want to elevate her to where I'm elevated. It's like, you know, I had to fight t teeth, nail, sweat, you know what I mean? To get where I'm at. Man, it's so and here. I don't have, I don't have it. There's not enough in this space that we're in. Right. You know, to get you to where I'm at because it, it took me forever to get to where I, you know what I right. mean? Yeah. So we kind of have to break that. Change the narrative. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Now I know we're pushing on time, Food but chain. like one quick question that I do have for y'all about helping. Um, I do believe there is. a thing is helping too much or too fast because like, so, and I'm just talking about in a corporate to get somebody to where I was without getting a little beat up or learning some, some of the things the hard way. I feel like it would really be um, a disservice to them as well as to the company um, based off of that role, which is why, again, I'm like really big for that mentorship. You know, if I can help you through the journey mm -hmm. versus just giving it to you, um, with that, I would say you have to know your own boundaries for yourself. Absolutely. But at the same time, that person has to want it just as bad as you want it for them. Yeah. Absolutely. So I can present the resources. I, I can lead you to drink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But are you, but you actually going to work. drink? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Everything that you need is literally right, right there. Right there. Okay. So you know that my experience, I've already shared that with you. But if you're not willing to actually put forth the work, because I already did 110,000% of yeah. it. Right. But if you're not willing to even just step out on faith and do what you need to do. Right. Mm. That's on you, not yeah. me. Right. And that's something that we need to recognize, period, as a mentor, as a woman, as a person. Recognize your own boundaries. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you're going to overextend yourself, and then you're talking about, okay, I'm stressed. Now I feel some type of way. Mm -hmm. Now why are you doing this, that, and the third? That's and not that's very much a thing. Mm -hmm. exactly. It's very much that's, people, yeah. yeah. And that's also for any giving, not necessarily just for corporate or jobs. or That's yeah. giving Money, in that's general. Yeah. That's oh, giving. absolutely. So that was yeah. an example Friend, I was trying to info. use. Yes. Um, I mean, because honestly, I do think, I think, that makes you resentful. And yes. then I yeah. feel like that's where we get to the, some of the bad habits we are at today with giving. It's like, nah, fam. Cause the last time I try to help somebody get up here, they was they lazy. Yeah. They wasted yeah. my time. Yeah. And I'm just not trying to do that. Like I, I could be doing other stuff. And unfortunately it's the person. It's so many other people that are would deserving. be exactly. That would be grateful. That would be humbled by your acts of service. Mm -hmm to let that one small percentage change our entire perspective of giving. I think sometimes we got to kind of do that self-reflection and kind of like you were saying, okay, like I'm only a few paychecks away from yep. that person being right in there. a place yeah. where I need to reach out to people or I would hope somebody would give me a mentorship or give yeah. me an invite or just notice that I'm drowning. Yep. 
And so um, going around, if we could give the one final thought we would want to leave people with as far as giving, um, Ray? I would say um, give with a giving heart. Um, Do not give with the intent of receiving. Mm-hmm. When yes. you do that, like literally don't give with your mind. When, when I say that, don't give with your mind. Like literally give because it's an act that you want to do. Yes. Like give not because, oh, you see so-and-so giving or you see somebody on Facebook like handing out things to people in, or because we're talking about it. Like give because you want to give. Don't give because you think it's like, oh, I think it's the right thing to do right now. I think I should do this. Like no. Give because it's really been on you. Mm-hmm. Give because it's been on your spirit. Give because, like, you know it's the right thing to do. Like, if you don't, if you weren't to give to that person on the street corner, if you weren't to give your mentorship, if you weren't to go sit with the elderly, like, if that is going to bother you to your core, that's going to bother your soul, give. Yeah. Do that. But, I mean, if it's not going to phase you, obviously you're not in that space right now in your life not to say it's not right but I mean just my biggest advice I guess is just to give what you can give what you give with a willing heart is that's my biggest advice okay um with me um don't sell yourself short when it comes to giving um you never know the little piece of yourself that you give if it's monetarily, emotionally or whatever Mm -hmm. could really change someone's life. And with me, I have to realize sometimes I feel like I don't, I feel like I am, um, don't have, I'm in in a weird place in my life where I just feel like I don't, I'm stuck kind of. And I feel like I, having a trouble amounting to what I feel like I need to. Mm -hmm. So I think that, that, that holds me back to what I feel like I can help somebody else because I am not where I feel like I should be. So Mm -hmm. if somebody came to me and helps like, why are you looking at me? Look, look where I'm at in my life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I think don't tell you like I'm learning and even just through the process of this show Mm -hmm. that, Every little thing counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No matter if you have 50 cents to give, give it. Mm-hmm. If, if, the, if, if you have it to give, mm-hmm. give that conversation, give that advice. Even though if you don't, if, if you're not in, you don't have any idea what they're, you've never gone through what they're going through, mm-hmm. but something in your head pops up and you said, like, this can make them maybe feel better. You know what I mean? Right. Mm-hmm. And no matter what you have to give, it doesn't have to be monetarily. Like, yep. Yeah. Just try to help your fellow man, you know, to be better. Because we're, we're, we're in a space in the society right now that people are not kind to each other. Mm-hmm. Oh my we are God. so divided. Over and everything. Uh, absolutely everything. And being kind to someone, no matter how it is, can, can save a life. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So just do it. Yep. Shay. Um, I would say give with the intent of changing the narrative or breaking the cycle mm-hmm. of that current situation. 
um, many examples have already been given, but actually taking into consideration how can I prevent this from, you know, being a consistent pattern. Mm-hmm. Um, try to provide something additional rather than just an, an immediate quick mm-hmm. fix. Gratification, yeah. Absolutely. Um, but something that's going to sustain that person for a lifetime. That's something to always consider mm-hmm. in everything that you do. Um, for me, um, kind of just something that we've already been mentioning. Kay, you brushed up on it a little bit. Um, no act of service is too small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, because yeah. honestly, you don't know what somebody's needing. Right. Um, it could be you babysitting that would legit save them from a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. And we were just talking okay. mental health, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. there's literally no act of service. And I think that comes from listening. So when you give, I, I highly encourage you to listen because that also goes into what everybody have said before. It goes into um, making sure that you're giving from your heart when you listen um you're also brushing up on what Shay is talking about as far as you don't you'll be able to change a cycle just by listening Mm -hmm. like you'll know what what the issue is what needs to be mended you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so I encourage you to listen like when you figure out what inspired you to give whether because that what inspires us is different for everybody yes um just within this room we've talked Elderly, we've talked to youth, we've talked LGBT, we've talked um, career, mother, um, so just being a parent, you know, so what inspires you to actually help someone else is different. We've talked entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. That differs for everybody. But when you actually listen to that person, help out in any way you can, whatever that may be. Absolutely. By staying within your boundary. Absolutely. Do not break yourself or do not allow yourself to go insane by trying to help somebody else. I have done that too many times yep. where I yep. have stepped outside of my boundary because I felt so responsible for another life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the end, it didn't help either one of us. Yeah. And so you can't fill a cup when your cup's empty. You cannot. So I would say, say definitely to give, give, give. Make sure it's from your heart. It's whatever you choose to give. It's not too small as long as you are listening and giving in the right place. Right. And stay within your boundary because we've already talked about how our perception of giving is already tainted. Yes. Because of the society we We live live in. in. Absolutely. So by putting yourself in a bad position and trying to give in the bad position, I feel like it's only going to have a negative effect. Absolutely. So... That would be my piece of advice. I just challenge you to give whatever you can, even if it's just right now, it's just a shirt on my back. Mm-hmm. That's right. all I got for you. Whatever that may be. A ride. Do the, a ride a to work. <laughs> right. You, a meal that I used to um, cook and whatever leftovers I had, mm-hmm. I would go and take it to my brothers and the homeless. Mm-hmm. So literally, no act is too small. Just be kind. Just be kind to one another. Love um, one another. Love, listen, mm-hmm. and just listen. think outside yourself. Absolutely. Are you done? I'm done. I want to. <laughs> I just want to leave y'all with a word from the wise and from the dead. 
Michael Jackson. <laughs> Make that change. <laughs> <laughs> I've been waiting this whole episode to say that. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> That was actually really good, oh, and man. I felt like it was time to kind of lighten it up a little bit. It was. Like, I was waiting like literally like half the episode to say that. I know oh, you was probably God. like, "Oh man, it's not the moment. It's not the time right now." Like, hold wait. it together. Nope, not yet. Um, so that's that's it for us, you guys. If you are not yet have joined us in the community, we encourage you to do so because we have already started going live. Um, it's been pretty fun interacting with everybody. We would love to interact more as we are also going to be um, starting to get on YouTube. So we want to start getting that interaction with you guys. Make sure that we are um, talking and providing content that you are interested in. Um, go ahead and hit like, subscribe. And all that. All, all that. that. Share and it. All that. We'll see you in the community. Bye. Peace. Peace.